Good morning, everyone. I hope you're doing well today. Thank you for making this part of your day. Uh, as we as we study this uh, wonderful hymn, "Great is Thy Faithfulness," and so as we enter into this hymn, the question that I that comes to my mind is, what is the difference between our faith in God and God's faithfulness? Because the hymn is written about God's faithfulness, uh, but we are faithful people. So what is the difference between the two? We're going to get to that in a little bit. And I'm really excited to go through this hymn and would love to hear some feedback from you. So please comment and let me know. Send me a message. Uh, let me know what you think about this. Okay, so let's jump into the first verse is of great is thy faithfulness. So the first verse is great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. So some of these older hymns, we, we change into like common English. But uh, with this one, we're just going to leave, we're going to leave it in, in the old English. It just, it's so perfect. This hymn is just written so perfectly. Okay, so great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. Uh, thou changest not, thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Okay, so this first verse is all about the nature of God. Uh, it's all about the nature of God. Okay, so the nature of God. Psalm 119.90 says, Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You have established the earth and it stands fast. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. So here we go. First big question at going back to it. What is the difference between our faith and God's faithfulness? When we talk about our faith, we usually talk about what we believe, right? What What is your faith in? Well, I believe in God, right? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. That's the Apostles' Creed. Um, so when we're talking about faith, we're talking about what we believe. When we are talking about God's faithfulness, we aren't talking about what God believes. We're talking about faithfulness in terms of like a wedding. Have you been faithful to your spouse? What does that mean? Okay, when you get married, you make promises, you make a vow saying, I'm going to do this, and I won't do that. You know, I, I am going to be faithful you, to you until death do us part, right? And so it's about what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. So when we're talking about the faithfulness of God, we are talking about what God is going to do and what God is not going to do. So it's not what God believes, it's who God is and what God will do and won't do. So first thing God's not going to do, God's not going to change. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You will not change. Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not. God is not going to stop being compassionate. God is God has promised to be a compassionate and loving God, and God is not going to stop doing that. So this is what it means to say that God is faithful, that when God says, I am going to do something, God does it. We can trust that God is going to do that. And I think, if anything, we should look at this verse and we should re-examine what we think our it means to have faith. What does it mean to be faithful? Does it mean to believe in God? Or does it mean to live into the promises that we make during baptism or confirmation or when we join a new church, we make promises? You know, we are, when to, to be faithful then is to live into those promises. And to, to say, I have to, to, to live a life that says, I have made these promises before God and before God's people, and I'm going to do my best to try and live within those promises. 
Uh, it's more than just believing. And so maybe this is where James gets works. Uh, uh, faith without works is dead. You know, that, that part of faith, part of faithfulness is saying what you're going to do, saying what you're not going to do, and then following through. And so that's what we talk about when we're talking about the faithfulness of God. We can trust that when God says something, God is going to do it. We can trust that God will follow through on God's promises. Just one more verse to go along with this, Deuteronomy 7, verse 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. So, so God is steadfast. It's the steadfast love. If, you know, steadfast, the word means committed, dependable, firm, strong. You know, there's, it's not going to go away. God's not going to wake up one day and say, you know, I've just, I'm just going to stop loving them. I'm going to stop loving that person. I'm going to stop doing the things that I promised to do. No, God's love is steadfast and, and nothing can overcome it, right? It's, it's strong. It's firm. You can build, it, it can be the foundation of your life. It can be the foundation of your life. So now let's go to the refrain, the refrain, which is at the end of uh, all three verses. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord unto me. Uh, so the the whole, this, I mean, the verse, verses that, where this song came from is Lamentations 3, verses 22 and 24. You don't think that such a positive, uplifting, wonderful hymn like this is going to come from the book of Lamentations, but it does. The whole hymn comes from Lamentations 3, Verses 22 through 24. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. So the mercies of God are new every morning. Morning by morning, morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. So Every day when we wake up is a new chance to see what God is doing in your life, the gifts that God has given you. And so the next two verses, we're going to talk about some of those gifts, but all I have needed, you have provided. You know, it's give us this day our daily bread. Everything that we need, God provides. God provides the air to breathe, the sun to warm, the the water to refresh, all that stuff. Sometimes we get too much sun, right? Too, Too much warmth. That's Texas in the summer. But all I have needed, you have provided. All I have needed throughout life, God has provided. Now, God doesn't say, you've given me everything I've wanted. No, you've given me everything that I've needed. Everything that I've needed, you have provided. Uh, and so we are grateful to God for that. And every day, every morning is a new opportunity to understand what God is doing in our lives, to see how God is working and to see how God is blessing us and letting good things happen for us. I remember one of the stories that just blows me away. And in the moment, I didn't recognize you know, what was happening. My second year of seminary, if you're a seminary student, the second year is the toughest. For me, it was the toughest because it was, it was truly this sense of I was, for, I was getting close to going on internship, but I was broke. I was absolutely, completely, totally broke, a broke seminary student, and my car needed new brakes. And so I thought, well, I have a couple hundred dollars. I think I guess I have enough to get, get new brakes done. So I asked a friend, do you have a recommend a place. He was from Columbus, Ohio. He said, yeah, take it down here. They're, I know them well. So I took it down there for, said, hey, I think I need new brakes. So he calls me later that day. He said, yeah, that'll be $1,200. I'm like, 
$1,200? New brakes are a couple hundred dollars. He goes, yeah, I had to replace the whole system. I'm like, well, you didn't call me and ask me beforehand if I... So I, I didn't have $1,200. I didn't have $1,200 to buy my to get my car back. So I was stuck without a car. And I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And so a friend of mine, who's a, she, she wrote me a check for $1,200 to get it out. And but I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to pay you back, Jenny. I don't know how I'm going to pay you back. Jenny France was her name. Wonderful, wonderful person. Uh, miss her dearly. But she's uh, in Ohio. That's what she has. You know, she's just doing youth ministry stuff in Ohio. And so couple days later, I go to my mailbox and in there is a check from a church, uh, a scholarship that I didn't apply for that just got, I mean, it was obviously mailed a week before for $1,500. It just came out of nowhere. I mean, literally out of the blue, a check that I wasn't expecting. Uh, and, and, you know, I think back to that, I, you have provided everything that I need. Uh, and I, I can tell you plenty of stories like that. And I know seminary students uh, who all have stories like that. So, okay. So we'll go to verse two. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above, join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. So I think this, this points to nature. This points to maybe some of the things we take for granted, but, but how nature is a witness to the faithfulness of God. The, God the, the faithfulness of God is not just for you and for me. It's for everybody and it's for everything all of creation. And so I love this, uh, this pointing to the seasons, right? Um, Psalm 36, five, your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. The, the goodness of God is all around us. If we're looking for the presence of God in our lives, it's not hard to find it. The goodness of God is all around us. Uh, the presence and faithfulness of God can be seen everywhere. Just look at the seasons, Right, that's what the song says. Just, just look at the seasons. How the world, how 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 you can stay in one place, and the weather can change from hot to cooler to cold to warmer to hot, and how how science has told us how that happens. How the Earth is on such an axis, and how it goes in such an orbit, and how as it orbits, you know, different places on the Earth have different seasons and different climates, and just th- none of that's a mistake. None of that happens by coincidence. We look at all these little gifts that God has given us. We miss most of the little gifts. We don't, we don't realize that they're from God. And even when we do, we think, well, maybe they're coincidence. But, but I say there's no coincidence. There's, there's the Holy Spirit working in the world. There's the Holy Spirit. I was praying with a family a couple, uh, couple months ago. We were outside. We were praying. And, and it was really hard to, you know, it was, it was a hard thing, a hard moment, the hard thing that we're going through. And, and we said, Lord, we know you're here. Just let us know that you're here. And as soon as I said that, the wind picked up and it hit us all in the face. And it was unmistakable. Like as soon as I finished that sentence, the wind hit us in the face. And it was like, you know, there's no coincidences. That's God saying, I'm here. I'm with you. I am with you always. Know that I'm here. Know that I'm here. Um, yeah, the little gifts in life, the little reminders of God being with us, we miss them so often. But if we could just pray, Lord, make me aware of those little things more often. Help me to see you working in my life more often. Uh, I, I want to see you. I want to know you. I want to, you know, I want to grow in my trust and, you know, ask God for that. I think that's wonderful. It's all the little things. And then we get to the fourth verse and we go from the little things to the big things, right? The things that we build our life on. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth. Thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings all mine with 10,000 besides. 
So these are the big gifts that for the people of faith that we build our lives on. Pardon for sin and peace that endureth. You know, I mean, that's that's the message of the cross, right? The message of the cross is the forgiveness of self, the forgiveness of sins and the promise of salvation. Uh, and, and it gives us a peace. You know, the, the Holy Spirit with us and the, the, the love of God gives us a peace that endureth, that endures. Our, the, the peace endures through the midst of difficult times, through the midst of quarantine, through the midst of storms, through the midst... The peace that God gives us endures. Uh, and then thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide. Uh, I, I love First Corinthians 1.9. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. This fellowship, this relationship, it's more than, it's more than a friendship. It is, it is a presence. The presence of God is with us at all times. Well, why is God with us? Why is God with us? Is God with us to to judge everything we do? Is God with us to punish us when we make mistakes? No, God is with us to cheer and to guide. How comforting is that? How beautiful, how wonderful is that? To know that God is with you for two reasons, to cheer you on and to guide you through life. To say, you can do it. You can do it. I know you can. Let's do this together. I'll be with you through it. You can do it. And to guide you. I'm going to be with you every step of the way. I'll show you how to do it. I mean, that's what we need to get through life. We need someone to cheer us and someone to guide us and someone to love us. And that's, that's the promise of God. Uh, and this is where the peace comes from. Uh, strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Uh, strength for today, Second Thessalonians verse, chapter 3, verse 3. But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. Psalm 28, 7 and 8. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song I praise him. Verse 8, the Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. God is our strength when we have no strength. When we get to the point where we hit rock bottom, where we think, I can't take it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I don't know how I'm going to get through today. The Lord is our strength. The Lord helps us get out of bed. The Lord helps us get through difficult things. The Lord is our strength, the strength for today. God is all that we need today. God will give us all that we need to get through today and hope for tomorrow, bright hope for tomorrow. Hebrews 10, verse 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. The confession of our hope without wavering. Our hope, we have strength to get through today and hope for tomorrow. Hope that tomorrow is going to be better. Hope that God is going to still be with us and a promise that God always will be with us and hope for the future. Hope that, you know, at at some point we are going to live in a place that is the kingdom of God and only the kingdom of God. Right now we live in the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the world. Someday we're going to live only in the kingdom of God. And that life that we talked about that is supposed to be full of joy is going to be completely full of joy. That is the hope for tomorrow that love will rule. There will be no more sin. There will be no more racism. There will be no more virus. There will be no more cancer. There will be no more pain and suffering. Hope, Bright Hope for Tomorrow says that someday a future is coming that is going to reflect God's kingdom perfectly. And that is going to be a place of joy, of untold joy, greater than anyone could ever imagine. So that is great is thy faithfulness. Well, we will stop there for today. 
thank you everybody for making this a part of your day and uh, hope that you all take great care of yourselves and we'll close with a, a word of prayer oh lord god we thank you for your faithfulness we thank you for making promises to us and we thank you that we can trust that you are going to follow through on those promises we thank you for your love and for uh, all the wonderful small blessings and big blessings in life. And we pray that you would continue to protect us. We pray that you would continue to give us peace and help that peace become uh, something that, that goes out through the world. Help our world find the peace that comes from you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Everybody have a great day. Great to see you. I will talk to you soon.